Hey, little nigga, hey, what's good? I'm just chilling in the neighborhood. Hey, everybody, it's B-O-U-J-T, Blue Jet slash Coop. This is uh, a bonus episode of the Carolina Kid Podcast because I'm just going to give y'all a little treat. This week has been a lot of shit going on, and I got more shit to talk about. So, yeah, this is episode 27.5. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, I just... Hey, y'all can subscribe, you know, to the Rats Intelligence on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Castbox, anywhere podcasts are downloaded. You know, this is just a thank you, you know, just for anybody who's listening. Whether I got one subscriber of a million, so yeah, it, it just <laughs> being a nigga, <laughs> you took the time out of your day to listen to my crazy ass just spew nonsense, which I absolutely love. So yeah, um, let's get started. So, um, there was a study that I saw this morning about, um, (laughs) you know what, you know what, fuck it. There was a study from WXI this morning, Guilford County talking about how they disproportionately stop black people. Um, and when I mean stop, I'm talking about policemen pulling over black people disproportionately. In the triad. And I'm like, well, the triad is a very black area. You know, you got High Point, you got Greensboro, you know, you got Winston-Salem, you know, and unofficially, you got Burlington. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's a very black area. It's, it's where I grew up. You know, it's a very black area. And I'm not surprised. I've never been surprised. Hell, I ain't surprised no matter where it is. Hell, if, if, if they are black people, they're going to stop them first. I mean, this is the reason why stop and frisk was in place in New York, because first of all, people in power are always the most racist and want to oppress people who (laughs) who are just trying to make it through their fucking day. (laughs) Okay, I've been pulled over by a cop a couple times and I never liked it. Like it's, I feel like I was gonna die every time. I feel like this is gonna be, this is gonna be it, my nigga. <laughs> keep that, keep my phone recording, you know. Keep the shit recording in the background. Keep the voice recording. Keep some video going. Keep that shit at the right angle so you can kind of see him and you at the same time, you know. Like nigga, that shit, that shit ain't no joke. Like shit, you really be thinking about that shit. You be like, man, this might be the end right here, cause you just never know. That's how much we do not trust the cops as black people, bro. Like they're supposed to protect us, but a lot of times there's a disconnect in like communication between us and and them. And a lot of them people are not really from the areas that they protect and quote unquote serve, quote unquote. You know, it's just like it just it's not. It's just it just it it it's not surprising to me. And honestly, I have a very interesting like. Um, experience with cops like so in an older job I don't know how long I don't know how long I can just NDA this shit like did I have an NDA on what I did here I don't fucking know but I don't work there no more so fuck it I'm just gonna say it so I worked at a place that was um basically I was a subcontractor for public services um through a very big multinational corporation um and basically I would work on a lot of <laughs> a lot of technical infrastructure with police <laughs> the popo 50 the ops 
<laughs> if y'all niggas have not quite gotten that shit through y'all head. And honestly, working with them and 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 dealing with them for about two years made me really just trust them even less because when you're working for them and you're fixing you know certain things in their infrastructure they tell you things like they tell you a lot of things that maybe they would never tell a civilian on the street and it it's really just jarring and disturbing you know a lot of them are very conservative um and they really have no regard for civilians but you know, a lot of them come from other institutionalized areas like the military or yeah, like it just their mindset is different and it's weird. It's weird. And I look at I looked at cops even differently. Like I already didn't trust them motherfuckers like that. But I had a job that paid really well. And I was like, oh, yay! I'm doing this for a good cause and i'm thinking like oh maybe they're not that bad no nigga no nigga i worked there for two years i found out these motherfuckers are way worse way worse than than i ever could imagine and um that experience kind of let me know that if i'm ever working a public sector job or anything near a public sector job it ain't gonna be for them motherfuckers (laughs) okay now shout out to you know the people, people, these people put their life on the line and things like and things of that nature. But there are just some individuals that I found out that I was like, oh, these people ain't shit. They just absolute scum of the earth. Some of them, some of them ain't ain't, ain't no good, you know. And it's crazy what they let people get away with and let people within their circle get away with. That shit bothered the fuck out of me, bro. Like I was scared of shit, you know. And I was just like, yeah, this ain't really aligning with what I want to be a part of. <laughs> So I skip fucking that. <laughs> I got the fuck out of there. Um, but yeah, like it just, and that's why I don't trust them even more so because knowing that if I was just Joe Blow on the street and I wasn't fixing anything technological with them, that was yeah. That that's 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 jarring. Like, oh, yeah, if you want this dude, yeah, I'd be fucking bashing your head in and all types of shit like that. Like, it makes me think about, like, you know, um, Boys in the Hood, where they got that one cop that's just, like, trying to show and prove even harder that, like, he he really don't fuck with these niggers. <laughs> like, like, he really, like, he really showing out. Like, he rampart the fuck up. Like, he, he really, like, beat a nigga face in. Like, damn, dude. You beating that nigger's face like he, he, that's how a lot of them do act though. They do that because they, they, there's this camaraderie, there's this brotherhood and it's like, you see one side of that brotherhood and then you see another side of it, especially when you're dealing with the violent side of that shit. Like, bro, that <laughs> it don't hit, it don't hit, it don't hit ever at all. Never, not at all. Like I learned, I learned heavy. I learned big time. Like I was like, nope, mm-mm, nope, no. <laughs> and the funny thing was, I was like, oh, maybe it's better if I go to another. Like, <sighs> nah, nah, bro. And maybe because that was one of the more corrupt areas that I worked for, but my impression was not good because I worked with former cops, current cops, 
and young cops. The ones that scared me the most were the young cops because they were shaky. They had itchy trigger fingers. They would, they were so scared. They were jumpy. They, you know, if you, if you move the wrong way, you scared they shoot your face off. And I'm like, damn, did that's the future? Oh, oh hell no. The crazy thing is, these would be like public servants for like you know neighborhoods um, that were predominantly black, and a lot of the individuals would be not from that area and not know the lingo and not how the people were like and and it was certain individuals who were cops were saying like hey man it's certain people like this that's messing it up for the rest of us and i'm like okay so but don't get me wrong here's the thing there are good ones but there are some other ones that really mess it up and i think that's the part that bothered me the ones that mess up the whole bunch are the ones that i'm afraid of the ones that i know that were cool were cool that that's how i feel that's it's like but the problem is when they buck back, they buck back is all one force. It's like when, yeah, it's just kind of like there's that there's that camaraderie and that blue line effect, and it 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 doesn't feel safe for me, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so don't ever get it twisted. Like, you know, the good cops, I fuck with y'all. Y'all cool, but the bad ones, I have. I've had some bad experiences with some and it's scary. It's absolutely scary. <laughs> Moving on. Um so uh Snoop um had an appearance on Red Table Talk and um apparently many niggas have been up in arms about this shit. Like bro, like like what what like what what, what do you want the nigga to do <laughs> at this point? Hey, I got to commend Snoop for actually coming up there and having to come to Jesus talk with somebody who was like, hey, you know, and 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 on the other hand, I I commend Jada for bringing him up there to actually have a, a very like medium talk discussion, like being like, hey, you know, this is this is what, you know, we've been dealing with. And, and you know, this is what you're saying. And, you know, this is how we feel about the situation. Like, I. Like, you got to commend them niggas for that. But no, everybody like, no, fuck these bitches. They ain't never been, no, fuck, fuck Jay, fuck, fuck Jay, fuck Snoop, fuck everybody. Like, bro, bro, like, the moment where we can talk stuff out like this and, and understand that, like, hey, there's <laughs> a problem with what Snoop said and how he said it and how he reinforced how many times that, you know, black men have put down black women and 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 in the midst of that reinforced a lot of issues between, you know, silencing black women and and using a faux argument or like an argument that doesn't like <laughs> that don't make no damn sense. It's a damn excuse to the point where, you know, you're like, OK, bruh, first of all. You can't just hide behind the guise of like, oh yeah, this is Kobe. Like, but but for Kobe family and all this stuff, like, dude, I'm gonna say this till I'm blue in the face. Kobe's legacy is also what happened in Colorado. At first, I kind of wasn't accepting that, but then I thought about it. And I was like, yeah, that's part of his legacy too. Like, his legacy's not just 
being a Hall of Fame player. His legacy is also what happened in Colorado and him fighting to never like to learn from that mistake and never and never being that person ever again or being compared to anything of that nature ever again. It was him trying to better himself and become bigger and beyond that. Like he did so much for women in sports. But yeah, he did do that shit in Colorado. Just because the charges were turned down don't mean he didn't do it. So like, okay, okay. You can't get mad at Jada for wanting him to come on there. Bruh, clearing the air and having a conversation about is how you end this stuff, how you resolve these issues. You bring it out through clarity. But you always gonna have niggas that ain't gonna really be like, oh yeah, 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 we not. We 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 don't agree on that. Like niggas ain't never gonna agree on everything. But best thing you can do is talk it out because talking it out is the best way to resolve all the bullshit honestly <laughs> just, like <laughs> what what y'all want nigga damn <laughs> the nigga said sorry damn <laughs> jada was like um what you um mm, mm, ah. like but but he has to understand that what he's what he what he said was not cool you know what he said gail apologized and when gail apologized when i meant he i didn't really mean he, what he said sorry i meant what she said sorry because gail apologized and when gail apologizes that's when you have to go like all right cool we're good boom she accepted the apology that's fine we let you know that's just take a look at this but you know you got modem hoteps bro they just come out the woodwork be like see that's why y'all be emasculating and fucking with black men and all that shit bro i even got to like a point where I was watching something, right? Um, comedy. I think it's, it's this channel on YouTube called Comedy Hype. First of all, don't don't watch their shit. They are trash. Because at first I was like, oh, this is good comedy news. And then they brought in people and had this like opinionated show. And I was like, what the fuck is going on with this? And then when they, when they started talking, I was like, oh, bruh. They about to, they are crawling into hoteppery. Strong nigga. Duh, duh, duh. <laughs> black woman hoteps, though. This shit was different. It's like the, the strong black woman hoteppery. You like, bro, what the fuck is going on? Like, hoteps is typically niggas that's crusty and dusty, that's misogynistic. But it was two women <laughs> talking about this shit. And I was like, bro. <laughs> what bizarro world are we in <laughs> so it's these two women kind of talking about this 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 ideology of the pick me negro the pick me negro so basically the pick me negro ideology is it's, it's kind of like a, a a conspiracy theory it's kind of like where they they say oh there's a nigga that we're gonna be like oh pick me to kind of like degrade other black men or emasculate other black men and be a false hope or a false sense of security that people think is a person that they're supposed to be rooting for. And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? This is y'all niggas thinking too hard into this shit. This shit is not that damn deep. <laughs> like they started talking about how you know, um, Key and Peele, they were like, where did they come from? Or, you know, they kind of were talking shit about Oprah and how they were meant to like break down the black man. And I'm like, dude, this is like this, this shit ain't really, this shit is not cool, bro. This is some hoteppery. And I'm like two black women talking about this. <laughs> it's like, 
damn, y'all reinforced, y'all basically are being misogynistic to yourselves when y'all reinforce such bullshit like that. Like, <laughs> bruh, bruh, what in the world? <laughs> it's like, if if I played that video, I just get mad and turn it back off because I'm just like, Y'all don't see what y'all doing right now. <laughs> y'all being misogynistic against yourselves, but y'all like, but this nigga was a pick me Negro because he was picked to make. I was like, go away, go the fuck away, <laughs> go away. So <sighs> that shit is just tiring. It's it's tiring because stop. It's kind of sad because Hotepery just. <sighs> Us as a black race, we have been ostracized. Um, not only ostracized, but um, you know, persecuted. You know, just every bad thing you can think of, <laughs> oppressed. It's just every bad thing you can think of, and so to kind of make sense of certain things, black people, certain black people of a certain ilk, hoteps have basically tried to create these crazy uh, conspiracy theories that are just ridiculous, like crazy. But (laughs) it's weird because there have been, you know, it's kind of odd because there have been conspiracy theories that, have happened in black history and have actually been proven to be true. And that's what makes it so fucked up because it's, yeah, it's sad. That's just how hotepery works though. <laughs> Dusty, crusty ass niggas crawling from the woodwork. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> but speaking of a uh, tepery of sorts, <laughs> um, Bernie bros, I'm going to call them bro-teps for now because they, they come out the woodwork like hoteps. They just come out dusty as fuck and, and just be just violent as fuck for no reason. <laughs> Bernie bros. And Bernie bros are people in at least who follow Bernie Sanders or not really f- follow. It's more of like that are fans of Bernie Sanders, that are people who would vouch for Bernie Sanders, would deny straight to your face that, oh, there's no such thing as this uh, Bernie bros, Bernie bros. Like, TYT Network, which is a network that I used to, I I still kind of follow sometimes. When they bring up Bernie Bros, they think it's a figment of imagination, which I I think is bull fucking shit. (laughs) There is a such thing as Bernie Bros, and they're violent. They 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 threaten people, threaten people's lives, bro. They threaten Ava DuVernay on fucking on fucking Twitter, bro. She getting death threats right now, bro. Like Ava DuVernay, Ava DuVernay, Ava DuVernay. She gave y'all thirteenth, okay. She gave y'all, uh, uh, um, when they see us, you're like, how you, how you going to threaten her, bruh? Like just filmmaking black royalty. <laughs> y'all going to threaten her because at one point she, she retweeted something from Bernie Sanders. You know, I think Bernie Sanders said, this is, you know, Democrats, um, something about Democrats and Republicans. And he was like, they can't stop us. And I'm like, Okay, so what's wrong with that? Like he said this and, and, and Ava DuVernay was like, Well, whatever this is, I don't want it. And I'm kinda agreeing. Like, I'm agreeing with that shit. I'm like, I don't want that shit. I'm worried about Bernie. 
shit scared the fuck out of me. And all of a sudden, the bro taps come out of fucking nowhere, bro. Just start, <laughs> just start fucking just flooding her inbox and being like, yo, God. <laughs> she's like, capitalist. <laughs> you know, she just out of nowhere, just flooding with all the threats and like, die, nigga, die, and all that shit. Like, bro, like, chill. <laughs> They have no chill, and people keep denying it, like, oh, yeah, they're not that violent. Oh, yeah, they're not. What are you talking about? There's no such thing as Bernie Bros. Bruh, if that wasn't proof of Bernie Bros being a serious problem, then y'all niggas are absolutely idiots. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) And... Breathe. <laughs> She's tiring as fuck because it's just like, ugh, <laughs> niggas. Um, so ESPN is canceling High Noon with Pablo Torre and Bomani Jones, which on 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 a certain on a certain level, that shit is bothering the fuck out of me because it makes me think about um SC six with Jamel Hill and michael smith and how they got canceled because they were basically the realest fucking segment on tv they couldn't even fully be themselves and they were still a problem to fucking espn they were getting rid of high noon because of low viewership but it wasn't that much lower than the other viewerships that they were kind of talking about in their tweet when they were talking when they were announcing this I think they were saying that Get Up had just like a little bit more, and then they had um, Highly Questionable, which was like at four hundred thousand. Like, but I think High Noon was at like three hundred thousand. It wasn't that bad. I mean, the, the segment was from like I think two to three p.m. If I'm not mistaken. But yeah, they they tripping. They tripping high key, bro. Like I don't know. Like <clears throat> that, that that I don't know. Jamel Hill said it too. She was like, um, if if you look deeper, like you got to see what they trying to do like but but think about this Pablo Pablo Torre and Bamani Jones were more of the conscious like voice of ESPN and what was left of it at least you know like the rest of ESPN is just people just talking nonsense like Bamani would say some shit and even Pablo would say some shit that made you go like hmm that's exactly how I feel and what I was thinking. And that it was a great way to apply that. Like, and, and he actually seemed way more cognizant than any of his fucking colleagues. Like, and that's why I fuck with Bomani Jones. The only people that I really fuck with, with like, yeah, like the high noon and like Dan Levitar. Like that was it. Like that was it. After that, don't really do much for me, man. Like, I see what they're doing. They're streamlining, bruh. <laughs> they don't like a certain narrative being pushed, and they don't like certain people saying certain things, which makes total sense to me, and is racist as fuck. <laughs> it's fucked up, but that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. They're pushing people out. Bomani Jones is always going to have a job somewhere because he is too amazing to fucking, to fucking push out, you know? There's other ways of getting a platform that is substantial out here, bro. And, um, yeah, like, I was kind of, I don't know, it kind of fucked me up. Like, like really? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, that, 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 that pretty much, um, that's, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's all I got. Um, this was a more serious episode. I'm silly, I'm goofy, and I be funny sometimes, you know, because a nigga be a nigga. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, this has been an extra episode of the Carolina Kid Podcast, episode 27.5. It's February 25th, 2020, um, and, um, you can subscribe to the Rest Intelligence on Spotify, Google Podcast, uh, Castbox, and anywhere podcasts are downloaded. Um, you know, I, I like I said before, um, if you could take time out of your day just to listen to any episode from me, I thank you. And if you subscribe, I thank you even more. And this is a present, a little trinket on the end for anybody who, you know, decides to dabble. Um, on that note, thank you as always, as, as always, um, and one.